friends, Abe Camacho here, and uh, hey, welcome to December, gosh, um, I pray that you had an amazing Thanksgiving, I pray that you are enjoying your um, Christmas season officially, um, we, we start Christmas since November, but you know, um, you do you, um, officially, you know, we're in Christmas season now, and I'm, I'm, I'm so fired up about it, and um, hello, we took a we took some time off and now we're jumping back in it and I just wanted to reconnect and check in and I'm excited about today's episode because we're going to be um, diving into a pretty cool uh, idea, pretty cool topic today. But before we jump into the content, um, I want to say thank you again for listening. I mean, I'm talking to you, you know, if you are listening, whether you're, um, you know, at work or at the gym or at a coffee shop or just at home, uh, whatever it is that you're doing, um, I appreciate that you would take the time to kind of lean in and listen in and invest in yourself and, you know, have this um, conversation. And, um, you know, even though the podcast is so, um, it is a monologue format still, um, I invite uh, feedback and conversation. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm trying to get creative to see how we can uh, share uh, your guys's input and questions. Maybe we can do some Q and A. Um, I-, I might do that on Instagram. Uh, just thinking about it, and and have you guys maybe bring in some topics that we can discuss. I, I-, I love the Q and A formats. Um, but then again, I just wanted to say thank you. I- I'm so grateful for everybody who DMs and supports. This podcast is just, uh, you know, a, a passion project of mine. Uh, this is something that I enjoy. I listen to podcasts a lot. This is, is just kind of, you know, what I'm into in this season. I mean, it's been for a couple of years, but to be able to jump in and, and, and speak and share my heart and thoughts and, you know, what what my life looks like and what God is doing in my life, it, you know, it's it's a privilege that you guys would you know, just jump in and engage and, and, and jump into the conversation. So I invite you. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM um, on Instagram or on Twitter uh, at Abe, uh, Abe Camacho. Um, I have a website as well, abecamacho.org. Um, you know, we can connect there. You can drop me an email there if that's your cup of tea and I'll email you back and we'll connect. I got a really cool email and, you know, we started connecting. So, so you know, all in all, I'm just opening up the doors for conversation. And uh, I'm excited to finish up this year, 2021, such an eventful year. We, we, we had some amazing, amazing uh, things happen in our world um, as a family, my wife and I, alongside the best uh, crew of humans, um, you know, we got the privilege to start a church in downtown San Diego um, called Local Church. If you've never visited, you're invited, more than welcome. We have a couple more services this year, and the last Sunday of the year, we're going to be doing it online. You know, we want everybody to rest and uh, spend time with their family, and then we have some really cool announcements for the start of the year. Actually, we're going to be announcing some cool new initiatives that we got going on that we're really excited about, and you know, I'll share them here in the podcast as well, but you know, you can also follow us at Local Church SD on Instagram or the website. But um, anyways, uh, again, before I even jump in, just take a moment right now to like this thing, like this podcast, 
um, leave a five star review. Uh, that would that would be so helpful. And I mean, and just share it. You know, I would never ask for your feed, but why not your story though? Um, it, it, it means it means the world. Um, so, anyways, today I wanted to jump in into this topic. Uh, it's three words. Uh, I'm all about. Um, I never. I never. I never. Uh, I never thought. I mean, never. Always. It's okay. So you know, segue. The two words that you should never say in a marriage uh, are the words never and always. Um, they trap, th- those are traps. They trap people in, in a particular season and they turn what was meant to be a season of life into a life sentence. What do I mean by that? You never, you know, come up with any ideas to be spontaneous. You always want to stay home. The truth is that those are extreme statements and there are extreme cases, but most of the time as people, we like to... Uh, exaggerate, you know, because we like to project our frustration. It feels good as a release just to kind of put it out there. But anyways, that was just a segue because I, I never and always. Um, but today I want to talk about this. Uh, th- there are three words and they just so happen to um, start with the same letter. And the title for this podcast is Blessings, Battles, and Boundaries. Blessings, Battles, and boundaries. And, and and this comes off um, a message that I preached at our church in one of the points. Um, I'm talking about this new year being uh, a new era and not a new season. A season is marked by the moving of the calendar. An era is marked by the moving of our faith. A season is related to what to, to the changes that are happening around us. An era is marked by the changes that are happening inside us, in our spirit, in our soul, by the spirit. And uh, I wanted to talk about blessings, battles, and boundaries. And this comes from the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Um, you might be familiar with this passage of scripture. Maybe you've never opened up a Bible. Let me give you some context uh, I'm going to read a few verses, and then we're going to land at verse 5. And, and this isn't like a preaching. Don't worry about it. But I want to give you context. Um, and, and, and this is the scripture where it says, For everything there is a season. And then it goes on to say, A time for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. And then this is where I want to land. Um, verse 5 says, there's a time to scatter stones and there's a time to gather stones. So when I read that, I had to dive in a little bit because the rest of the passages were pretty self-explanatory. There's a time to to, to heal. There's a time to rejoice. There's a time to uh, plant. There's a time to harvest. But when talking about scattering stones and gathering stones, I had to, I had to look, dig a little deep. And, and let me just give you some context of this. Um, because historians talking about, um, they begin to explain what this verse means in the context of of, of that time, right? So I want to talk about scattering um now we'll talk about gathering stones first. Gathering stones. So, so when the, the the people of the time would gather stones, it would be at the beginning of a new um, crop being planted, a new seed, you know, going to the ground, or before they built um, any structure, a home. So let me explain uh, the first one. So before uh, people would go out and plant a seed 
on the ground, on their field, they would have to go out and gather stones. Um, what does that mean? They would literally go out into the field and begin to remove stones that are on the ground so that whenever they do plant that seed, um, the, the the stones that are there would not be an imposition and they will not be in the way of the growth of that seed. Um, you can have a good seed and a good soil, but if you have stones in on the field, um, you are dooming what you're sowing to not be able to flourish at its full potential. So before they would go out and sow seeds out on the ground, they would gather the stones. They would go out into the fields and begin to remove everything so that they could sow their seed and experience the fullness of the potential of that seed. Um, and on the other on the other hand, they would also remove the stones before they began any uh, building of a new home, right? They wanted a firm ground. They wanted to remove the rubble. They wanted to remove um, all the obstructions and they would uh, use that to was left on the ground to use it as a material to build a new thing. Um, so, so before you enter into a building or you enter into a new season of blessing, you first have to gather your stones. That means you prepare the ground. And this is what it's all about. It's about preparation. Then there's the scattering stones. Um, when, 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 when these same people would go into battle, what they would do is that they would scatter stones around the city um, it, to do basically the opposite, to counter their, their opponents, to be able to um, choke their seed and to kill their crops and to prevent them to, of making it easy for them to escape. They would, they would, they would um, scatter the stones uh, and that would weaken the enemy before they went into battle. So, so what am I saying if we're talking about a thought? Before you enter into a blessing, or before you enter into a battle, you still have to prepare the ground. And what are some of the ways that we prepare the ground? I will tell you this, is through boundaries. Um, there is nothing like setting boundaries, naming boundaries, and removing boundaries that is a clear sign to God that you are preparing your life for something new. And um, I want to challenge you right now in December. Hopefully you're listening to this in real time um, before the new year um, that you would begin some preparation. Now, let, 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 let me just tell you the, the three thoughts that I have. Number one, you you got to set some you got to set some some boundaries. You got to set some boundaries. You got to give yourself some some discipline. Um, th this isn't um, uh, to build a, 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 a fence of offense. This just means to know your limits, to know your triggers. Um, there's some of us that are openly walking into things that, that we are not mature enough to handle and we place ourselves in position where our character is compromised because we are desperate to find the approval of others. So we compromise our discipline because of 
somebody else's desperation. Maybe this is in your love life. Maybe this is in the way you spend your money. You try to keep up with the Joneses. Back in the day, um, this, this statement, keeping up with the Joneses, was that you would live your life in comparison uh, to the other families in your cul-de-sac, right? So you would look around and you'd be like, oh my God, well, they got, you know, they got the Christmas tree up. We should do it too. Hey, they they mowed the lawn. We should do it too. And, and you're constantly competing. The problem um, with that statement, keeping up with the Joneses, is that we're no longer living our life in comparison with the five houses in our cul-de-sac. We are comparing our lives to the five million posts that we scroll through on social media daily. It is exhausting and it is a setup to absolutely fail because the fastest way to get out of your lane is to put your eyes on the next lane. Now, there's something about staying in your lane that 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 just speaks on itself. Um, we sabotage our race because we are enamored with the way somebody else is running theirs. And what tends to happen in our lives is that we become so impressed with somebody else's life that we become embarrassed of our own. We self-sabotage because we are not getting their results at their speed in their time. Let me tell you, stop craving their blessings because you don't know their battles. There's something about the flow of blessings and battles that that are marked by boundaries. So we we have to set some boundaries. Maybe for us, it's uh, you know uh, uh, keeping our, our our social media time um, to a certain extent, uh, unfollowing certain accounts. Maybe is certain nights of the week where you go out and you know you can't afford it right now to. Uh, develop that discipline to be able to say no. Maybe it's to find a different ways where you can, how you can spend your time. Maybe it's having those difficult conversations with your partner um, about your life and to be able to set boundaries so that you are not entering into a good thing um, at a rushed time. Because when you rush into a blessing, you uh, you actually ruin the blessing because. Uh, the only thing that rushing something good does is delaying the delivery because why would God send a good one to a bad one? What do I mean by that? We all pray for the good one, right? Like if you're single, you're saying, man, I'm just praying for the right person. Why would God send the right person to someone who's acting like the wrong person? What do I mean by the wrong person? I mean, you have the wrong boundaries. We have the wrong mentality that is not according to scripture and how we live our lives it's about boundaries. I could I could talk about this all day, but that's the first place. You know, you have to set some boundaries. The, the second thing is that you have to remove some boundaries. And uh, what do I mean by that? Because some of us call them boundaries, but they're actually walls that we've built up because we've been hurt. Um, our, 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 our bodies, our mind have been designed to protect ourselves. So when the body, when the when the mind sometimes feels um, a threat, they will build up these walls that will keep people on the outside because we have labeled it as a threat. Um, this could be maybe there is a, a a loved one, a a a parental figure, or a a pastor or a leader in your life that um, did not you know behave 
in a way that is aligned with how we know is the spirit of Jesus on earth. And you've been hurt. Hey, we validate that. Absolutely. But um, we cannot make people in our present uh, be punished for the pain that people caused in our past. There's a lot of peace there. You cannot punish people in your present for pain that people caused in your past. And uh, that right in and of itself is when we have to um, invite feedback. And that's something that I'm so learning right now. Feedback must be invited. Criticism is not invited. People will criticize you without your permission. But, but, But honest feedback most of the time, does not come um, unless it's requested. Because real, honest, constructive feedback is usually given by people that are prudent, uh, that have the, the, the social skill developed enough for them to not just vomit on you because they think that their thoughts are the mightiest of the land, um, but they, they 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 know how to trust. So I would recommend, like, whether you think you're killing it or you think you're killing yourself, um, have some people in your life that you trust that embody, uh, you know, biblical and godly leadership and invite their feedback. Like, even if they don't offer it, trust me, like, there's nothing that will build a relationship tighter than inviting feedback. Like, like you're letting them know, hey, I value your thoughts. And most of the time, what that'll do is that those boundaries that we've set, they begin to be torn down because sometimes our mind does not comprehend what God is doing at the soul level. Because it doesn't feel good, we walk away from it. But not everything that is good for you feels good to you. So maybe we have boundaries on conversations and lifestyles and people that just kind of rub us the wrong way. But maybe that's exactly what you need. Maybe you're living through an iron sharpens iron type of season. And God is saying, hey, 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 tear down these walls because um, I I, want to bless you. Um, this is what I've experienced is that when when God wants to um, bring life and when the devil wants to bring death, they'll do it through the people closest to you. So I understand that if you've been hurt, you put the walls up that is human. But I believe that when God wants to go ahead and heal the broken areas of your heart that have been caused by people, he will send people as well to do it. And if we refuse to trust and if we refuse to open up our lives to others, um, what we're doing in essence is we are delaying the healing process that God is doing through the people that he actually has sent our way. So we have to build up boundaries and then we have to break down boundaries and the third thing that I think we want to do in, in preparation for this new era is you have to label your your boundaries. I saw this great quote, and it kind of messed me up for a day. And it said, um, a narcissist calls boundaries unforgiveness. And that hit home for me, that there are people that are so self-absorbed that 
they will attack the fact that you have placed a healthy amount of distance, even if it's seasonal. And sometimes the uh, accusation will be, hey, I thought you were a Christian. I know in my life, people, I thought you were a pastor. How come you haven't forgiven? It's like, dude, I I have forgiven, but I've also learned um, to, above all else, guard my heart. We guard our heart with healthy boundaries. The love doesn't change. It's just the distance from where we love changes when uh, when it comes to people that are, you know, bringing a little bit of pain into your life. I, I, I mean, I think of it in the context of of a father. When I think of God, I'm, I mean, if I could describe the love of God, I mean, is the love of a you know of a parent to their child. And if I think about my kids, if there was a bully in their life that was constantly mocking them pushing them around, belittling them, I would create a healthy boundary between my my girls and that bully. And if I would do that as a human father, how much more would our heavenly father, and we don't think about that sometimes, there are God protects his children. Now, it doesn't mean that the other person might be doing it on purpose, but still, it doesn't matter where there is an immaturity in a relationship, like if both of my daughters are fighting, I mean, they don't know any better. They're three and five. Like they're they're learning. They're, they're hurting each other, but it is unintentional. But I know better. So I will create a healthy distance until I, as a father, feel like it is it is enough time. So do not let humans label your boundaries. If, if if you've set a healthy boundary, don't let them call you petty. Don't let allow them to call it um, unhealthy or unforgiveness. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. The, the loudest voices in your life are usually not the right voices in your life because if they are shouting at you, it's because there is a distance and they have to scream for them to think that they have to get your attention because if God would allow them to get close enough, there is no need for yelling. There's only need for a whisper. Now, this could be controversial for some because you think that forgiveness is just a free pass, but I don't think grace is a pass for people to be disgraceful. Uh, so grace isn't for you to be a disgrace. Grace is to forgive. And forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to be friends. It means you both get to be free. Now, if someone wants to keep pushing your boundaries, hey, only you can build up those boundaries, those healthy boundaries and get sound counsel about it to make sure that, yeah, you're not being petty. But if the right voices in your life are telling you, hey, no, this is spot on. What's shady is shady. What's what's toxic is toxic. And yeah, absolutely guard your heart because your family feeds from what's coming in. Then, hey, by all means, like more power to you. Keep doing your thing. But if there's sound biblical counsel in your life that tells you, hey, now it's time to kind of bring down that boundary, then you do that as well. It is not about shutting people out. It is about creating a healthy boundary so that you can prepare the ground for what God wants 
to do. So this, this, the title for this podcast is, is, is Blessings, Battles, and Boundaries because life is about blessings, life is about battles, and life is about boundaries. Boundaries are, you know, for me, as I'm going, you know, I, I learned that word this year. I've lived most of my life without boundaries. Um, and I mean, I allowed a lot of my life to 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 be a you know a workaholic and to just kind of go until I dropped and I was giving my best to everybody and just my rest to the ones that God had placed in my life to care after which is my wife and my kids and um, I, I feel like after a big life transition I was able to sober up and say hey I can walk out um, on so many spaces and opportunities and get replaced in a heartbeat but i cannot be replaced in my home i cannot be replaced um in in the life of my wife and my kids i don't want to i i i i have decided that i i can and will be an ex-pastor i will be an ex um preacher i will be an ex um you know organizational leader what i don't want to be is an ex-husband and i don't want to be an ex-dad uh, that those are the jobs that I will never quit, and um, those titles, those positions, start and end in private. Um, you know, I would tell you this as a friend. Gosh, care less about what people say. There's this great quote by Eleanor Roosevelt that said, um, "If you saw how little people think about you, you you wouldn't think so much." about them it it went like that yeah if you if you if you saw how little people thought about you you would think about it less trust me stop aiming to please everybody because you will lose you will lose track of what god has for you and uh, i kind of want to like land this this episode by just encouraging um somebody who's struggling with setting boundaries and, and and they don't understand um you know i'm making myself available but i would encourage you like if you have people that you call friends if you have leaders you know in your church um or maybe you don't even attend the church and and you want to start a conversation with a therapist or with a trusted family member ask them about their experience with boundaries and uh listen to some stories um we are all going through a lot of changes and transitions and especially in this past couple of years but if we really want uh, this new year to be a new year, we can't have the old issues. I mean, you're going to have issues. I'm going to have issues. But I'm praying that I have new issues, new problems, new challenges. Not the same old stuff because I wasn't mature enough to build healthy boundaries. Um, you know, stop giving people so much power. Just, just, just gather your, sc- your stones, scatter your stones, prepare your ground by setting the right boundaries battles blessings boundaries boom that was the ford b boom hey guys well this is the this is the the pot and i i thank y'all for your grace gosh i like missed two weeks we had a, a a super you know well no i'm not gonna make excuses i'm just gonna manage my time better um but i want to again thank you all of you for your great support um accountability just your friendship um and i would ask again yeah just help me get the word out um means a lot we're gonna keep bringing content 
uh, you know, that hopefully inspires you, challenges you, and helps you in your journey. And again, I pray that you have an amazing and amazing week. Uh, you can find me um, at our website, ipcamacho.org, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Just drop me a line and, uh, and we will connect. Um, I'm praying that, you know, in this season will be full of joy and peace and family and just the spirit of God all over your life. Again, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. Talk to you soon.